0: And welcome to Hawk Talk, the show where we take the questions that you send in, and we read them on the show, and then we answer them and discuss them for your enjoyment. My name is Danny Shepard, and I'm joined here today with... Preston Scott. And...
1: Angela DeMonico.
0: That's it. That's all of us. That's all of us today. We got Jeremy behind the camera. Uh Yes. <laughs> that's Jeremy, everybody. And <clears throat> if this is your first time tuning in, guess what? We release pieces of the show starting uh, Tuesday and through Thursday, and releasing the full episode by Friday. I'm still getting the the hang of this new intro thing, guys. <laughs> I'm still used to the whole, hello, and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard. And sorry, we're not doing that a whole lot anymore, but I'll pepper it in every now and then for you guys. Just drank a whole cup of coffee, so let's do this thing. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Why don't you hand me that uh, that helmet, Mrs. Yes. Angela? All right. Mrs. Angirelli. <laughs> Preston Scott, why don't you uh, begin and reach into the Voltron helmet that I Justine wore in the hit video Power Rangers versus Voltron? Oh yes. Would you like
2: me
3: to read said question? Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. So today, uh, from a anonymous user on YouTube, uh, J A T I D E P O uh, one three seven five. So I guess it's not anonymous. <laughs>
1: You give away his identity. No. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Where would you stand on the Sokovia Accords and or the Mutant Registration Act?
0: So, where would we stand on the Sokovia Accords and or the Mutant Registration Act? Okay. Wow. That all right. Yeah. That's a deep question. Um,
1: interesting.
0: So, if you guys aren't familiar, the uh, the Sokovia Accords and Superhero Registration Act are Sokovia Accords was the movie. Uh, parallel to the Superhero Registration Act, which was the basically the um, f- sole like inciting incident in the Civil War series in the comic books, and then obviously Sokovia Accords was the parallel in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that would would ask the question if we're also if we're Team Iron Man or Team Cap on this, because yeah. where would we stand? Who who would we stand yeah. with? So, all right, it's that's pretty.
1: what I thought of Team, team Cap or Team Iron Man. <laughs>
0: team Cap or Team Iron Man. So, superheroes are running rampant. They're saving people's lives, but they're also causing a ton of collateral damage at the same time and destroying a bunch of stuff while saving people. So, the Sokovia Accords specifically were saying that the... That the uh, heroes worked for the government, essentially, or the the UN, and then the registration act was you register your identity and your powers and and all that stuff with the government so you can be held accountable if there's collateral damage. So where do you guys stand on that?
1: It's it's tough because I feel like. I feel like there's like the fan in me that has my opinion based off of like the fictional universe. And then there's the opinion of me as a, just a normal human being living in the real world and what I would want to see in like an actual Mm -hmm. real life scenario. And it's like, I feel like theoretically, fictionally, comic bookly, like I would definitely side with team cap. Mm -hmm. Like I think there should, you know, heroes should have the freedom to be able to, you know, do what they need to do, save people when it's needed. And, shouldn't necessarily be punished for things that might go awry. Like, cause when I think of things that they might need to be held accountable for, that is obviously like, you know, collateral damage, cities getting destroyed all the time, buildings falling down, um, potentially innocent lives being lost. But I think that it sort of reminds me of like the good Samaritan act where like you, you, You obviously are doing something out of the goodness of your heart with good intention. And Mm. when you're a superhero, you have abilities that most other people don't have. So in that light, I want to say, yes, I would side with Team Cap. And then there's that part of me that gets a little realistic, though, where I think, okay, like what if this was a real life thing and there were uh, individuals with superpowers that we didn't no existed or that, yeah. that could not be held like if i were to go you know to the strip to go hang out with some friends and all of a sudden the stratosphere fell down like we're supposed to just be like because oh, of well, a super
0: villain attack
1: yeah like oh well i guess no one's gotta pay for that i guess we all just gotta pay for that with our taxes now yeah
0: not super chill like. yeah like
1: that that's the part where i'm like okay <laughs> yeah. uh like in theory you know but in practice it's a little different sure
3: <laughs> yeah it's all fun and games until you see your city get destroyed in a yeah. giant Fight with a blue beam going into the sky. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much the standard, yeah. isn't it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't know though, just because picturing myself as just like a random 20-year-old in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like all I really know is that Tony Stark is kind of a cool dude that has a flying robot suit that is Iron Man, and that's sick. And one time, him and his friends and that green thing that tore down Manhattan or wherever, like helped fight aliens. Also, aliens exist. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, just, I think looking, like, thinking about it from the sense of this is the real world or I'm in their world just as me, a guy. Yeah. I don't care. Do what you want. You can throw a car at an alien, like, I don't know. I think I would just be like, because this is also assuming, I don't know that Tony Stark created Ultron. I don't know that it's Tony Stark's Mm -hmm. fault that most of the bad things happen in the Marvel (laughs) Cinematic Universe, but, and that he's kind of, like, not a good guy, but... We'll talk about that later. He's questionable. Uh,
1: he's been questionable. Yeah, at times. He's,
3: he's got a few uh, decision making things. Like, oh, yeah. but I don't know. I think, just as like an American citizen, not really an activist in anything, I'd just be like, I mean, if they're getting the job done, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. If you want to put politics on it, that's above my paid grade. Sure. That's, that's what fair. someone like Nick Fury, who I don't know exists because I'm just a guy,
0: <laughs> should be doing. Right. But, Right. Yeah, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough because in a circumstance where, like, you have an Ultron situation attacking your attacking your city and the UN has to approve the Avengers going in, that sort yeah. of causes a, a bit of a, a conflict because it's like the amount of time it takes for the UN to say, yes, no, go in. Go, go yeah. in and stop the villain. It might already be too late. People might be dying. But at the same time, these are vigilantes. And they kind of need to be held accountable for their actions. And so it's always, I've always had a hard time and I've always gone back and forth. Even though, like, I think Iron Man in the Civil War comic was most definitely the villain of the series, I definitely (laughs) saw.
1: He was awful. I I will never forgive him for what he did.
2: Yeah, I read him
0: as an antagonist when I was reading that for sure. But. Because you know he did some shady stuff. Yeah,
1: super he, shady. He I did some He's shady just stuff. Like
3: even I, if you like kind of agree with his opinions, like he made some questionable I, decisions. I can, <laughs> I can never
1: forgive him for the clone of Thor. I can never ever forgive yeah, him for like, that. That was like, I, I was like at that point like Tony, no. I mean, what's wrong got, with you? He got wrecked
0: by everyone. That was yeah, like especially one of the-, the real Thor. The real <laughs>
1: Thor came and. In- Beat his butt after that. <laughs> I mean,
0: Black Panther whooped him pretty pretty yeah. nasty too. And Namor, gosh, he got his ass kicked in yeah. that Civil War arc. Gosh. Captain America beat him up. There was a mm-hmm. lot of there was a lot of 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 <laughs> Iron Man butt kicking going yeah, on. For rightfully the best. so. <laughs> yeah. <the> best. <laughs> but that being said, I feel like they both have really, I don't know, solid perspectives they're coming from. Mm-hmm. It sucks that that it's it's so black and white. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's so black and white. Like if they were able to operate underneath the government, but still were able to make their own decisions. And like, if they were, if they chose to act in a situation, maybe they just had to justify their actions afterward. Mm -hmm. But even then it's like, But then they could go to jail if they can't justify it properly.
3: Yeah. Yeah, If you're
0: not a good enough speaker,
1: you might be screwed. Yeah. Because in that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well,
3: I was just going to say Captain America is not a lawyer. So he doesn't know what to say. He's just a man talking about justice.
1: Like it's, it's tough because like I like some aspects of these acts, but then I don't like others. Like I think that the thing I would really like is just that like. If certain damages were to occur after a battle or after some sort of altercation between a, a hero and whoever this antagonist is is causing problems, it would be nice if someone was held accountable for the aftermath of those situations or whatever. But ne- I don't necessarily think that like before they do anything that they should have to go through all of these checks and balances. Mm. Like I agree with some mm. aspects of this, but then there's other parts where I'm like, no, that kind of defeats the purpose.
0: Registering your name, your like, I'm going to the the comic book rat the regi- yeah. the registration. Route. Registering your name, your powers, your secret identity—that's suicide. Yeah. yeah. Now the bad guys, if they yeah. get access to that information, they, they know, know exactly you. what your weaknesses yeah. are. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. But Spider Man was a perfect yeah. example. The Peter yes. Parker thing is the yeah. perfect
3: example of why yes. not to do that.
0: So the system in general, I think, is not a bad concept. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. The way it yeah. is there is, I mean, they don't have secret identities in the MCU. That's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they,
1: they, <laughs> they need to work out the fine details for sure. Like, like as yeah. it's advertised in the movie and in the comics, I'm like, uh-uh. Like, there needs to be a lot of meetings and revisions made to this act before it's done. But, like, the general idea of these super-powered beings being held accountable for their actions, I don't think is unreasonable.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Granted,
1: how much more destruction they're capable of than the average human. Yeah. So that that would be my only stance on it.
0: What do you think, Jer?
4: I absolutely think that there should be a system of checks and balances and uh, superheroes being accountable for what happens. But I don't think, like, I think there should be a Sokovia Accords or type or anything in that form, th- going through a few different revisions first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that registering superheroes is definitely not a good thing because that defeats the purpose of having that identity in
0: the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And the villains don't have to register. The yeah. bad guys aren't registering, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah. And they're the ones causing the majority exactly. of the damage. I
4: imagine in an ideal situation, or, like, this is just off the top of my head, obviously, like, this, this is why with lawmakers, it takes many, many, many revisions and different, like uh heads put together to kind of figure out something that w- works for everyone but like off the top of my head maybe um superheroes or anything in a superhero scenario um would classify under the agency of whatever you know like shield uh, mm-hmm. like it up op- like the agency is responsible for all of these actions mm-hmm. and they're the one accountable kind of like a sole proprietor and llc Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. if you sue the llc you know you have all the protections of whatever copyright laws or laws under a corporation status rather than you know a single individual you know yeah something like that where they have a buffer but the thing with you know deploying superheroes in emergency situations like they should absolutely still be held accountable but like figure it out after the fact when it's yeah. not time sensitive, you know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So um but like registering superhero names and stuff like that and identities, no, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah.
0: That's not going to work. I think that was like the number one reason why everybody did not side with Iron Man yeah. in the comic book. It's the Sokovia accords in the movie I think are way more of a justifiable like yeah.
2: concept.
0: Yeah. I imagine people aren't thrilled with the words
4: registration.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, in any ugh. capacity, I feel like just no one wants the government to know exactly what they're doing with their life at all times. Like, any if I, they I, know like, your weakness,
0: uh, then just, they could dispose yeah. of you at any time.
1: Yeah, like I mean, no one likes the idea of being watched over like a hawk or having every one of your moves be like analyzed under a microscope. And like, that's a very human desire, and mm-hmm. I don't think that superhumans should be left out of that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: they well, vigilantes. I, I think a big part of, like, in the movie, Captain America's reason to not side with Iron Man is that at that point, they're essentially just making them a black ops team yeah. for the UN, which, one, he doesn't want because he just got out of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, yeah. like which was actually Hydra. Ooh. And obviously there's <laughs> been problems with that in the past specifically right with that organization that like that's how the Avengers were founded under an organization shield which then turned out to be corrupt. Yep. Yeah. You know.
0: And also I think one of his primary concerns was that what if a country is who's not under the UN is in danger? Mm-hmm. Do you just say okay well, see you later guys. good luck with that yeah <laughs> no. sorry you, you don't have insurance <laughs> yeah exactly oh sorry you don't have insurance I yeah. can't save you and it's like yeah it's like that's not the right way either so
1: I mean at that point they're not even really getting like I think that this act can work if like they are still able to be superheroes and fulfill their superheroly duties but all that I think would need to be set in place as a system of checks and bounds is to make sure that the aftermath of these situations is handled properly that that's like what I would want
0: you know what universe? Universes, I think, get this right off the bat is uh, My Hero Academia and One Punch Man. Yes. If uh, I know you guys aren't familiar with those two shows, but uh, they, in those shows, like the superheroes, there's an organization. Not like Shield. It's basically an organization that pays the superheroes mm-hmm. and like offers them insurance benefits and this and that <laughs> their and salary. like <laughs> yeah, <they're> salary. Yeah, their salary. Superheroes and yeah. their job is to go out and save people, and that's kind. And they're working for the 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 this organization that basically funds superheroes. And it's yeah. like so it's almost like The Incredibles
3: a little bit, kind or of. what The Incredibles were before. Like it, when superheroes when were in their prime
0: it's like a less controversial sokovia <laughs> accord <Yeah. laughs>
1: honestly it's like more efficient too because like these these uh groups like let them know about problems and situations that they need help with that the hero might not have actually known about yeah. on their own accord True, which is yeah like not
3: every hero has a giant computer and a hologram screen to see what's going wrong <laughs> in yeah. the world
1: Yeah, yes so it, it works out really well like i think in that regard because in those universes too like I think specifically in One Punch Man, like, they register as a hero. Yeah. Like, that's who they're registered as. Like, that's where the registration thing actually doesn't sound that bad to me is if you're registered as your hero identity. Like, you're not registered as a real person, but you are registered as a hero by, like, your superhero name, your abilities. Like, that's what you're registered as. So, therefore, your secret identity is still, you know, secret.
0: Yeah. They also classify you. So, like... S class, A class, B class, mm-hmm. C class, yeah, and you can you basically you can get jobs or not job, not just jobs, but like you're dispatched, yeah, you're yeah. dispatched on missions. Now that that's still sort of like the same uh, the same deal, but like. You know, I feel like it would be a lot harder to find time-sensitive crimes serendipitously. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, it yeah. might
0: be easier to just...
1: Unless you're Tony Stark, who has all this crazy or technology Batman. at your
2: yeah, hands. Or yeah. Or Superman, who yeah. just yeah. hears it.
3: Every- which, I'm very pro the idea of Superman just flying around the world, listening to everything. Like, <laughs> I'm down for... Sup- like, as a fan, knowing who Superman is, I'm down for him to, like, just, like, swoop in and save anybody, do what he wants, because mm-hmm. he's Superman. Yeah. But, and again, in a scenario where maybe I'm in the DCEU and I see Man of Steel events happen, and I'm like, kind of terrorism, <laughs> that, Oh,
1: man. When we rewatched, uh, when we, well, when we watched Man of Tomorrow, like yeah. I, I was reminded of just how much collateral damage took place in Man of Steel. I was like, this gives me anxiety. Like, oh, yeah. my God.
0: <laughs> there's <laughs> that much of collateral, <laughs> for the record, there's that much collateral damage in half the Marvel movies. Yeah, exactly. you just it's it's just kind of spread out. Yeah. They also yeah. don't they don't Talk l- about linger it. Yeah. on it the yeah. way that they did in Man of Steel. Man of Steel, they're like, eh, this is like, this yeah. is what would happen if these if these gods were fighting. Yeah, yeah. they kind of <laughs> like gloss over it in Marvel every now and then. But they also show them saving people in Marvel, which I think was the that's the key. Yeah, because yeah.
3: the Avengers is forgivable because you see Cap go into that like building and save the people from the Chitauri, and yeah. the, they show yeah. the interviews of the people afterwards. Like, oh, they saved me. Yeah,
1: I I do wonder though, like when you get down to the nitty gritty of <sighs> it, like if. Let's say, like, the Avengers or whoever, the Justice League level the city. Like, who pays for that? Like, what if they Tax were like, all payers. right, guys, ah, like, yeah, like, this guy. You, yeah, you're accountable for it, but now what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any final thoughts on this one? Ah. Um,
4: I'm not an expert on government intelligence agencies, but I imagine an agency like SHIELD or uh, whatever agency you want to be in charge of, you know, being responsible for the superheroes and their collateral damage. Is some operates something kinda like the CIA or the FBI. Yeah. Something like that. Where I don't know who's working for the CIA (laughs) or the FBI. Like (laughs) it's not you know, as just a regular citizen here in this country, I don't know what who it is and what they're doing. Yeah. So similar with superheroes, but they're still being held accountable somehow. Yeah. And I don't have an answer for that because I don't know I don't work for the CIA or the FBI, so I don't know how that system works. True. it seems to be working so far to my you know <laughs> knowledge or
0: non knowledge yeah. This is a topic that is exceedingly <laughs> above our pay grade. Yeah, yeah. So d- that's exactly yeah. what I
1: was thinking, above our pay grade. <laughs> it's to not, just be like, it's not, yeah. my, it's not my, I'm not yeah. voting on this If Accords. we knew the answers to this, we wouldn't be sitting in these chairs right now. <laughs> yeah. We'd yeah. be not doing a, more important things. Probably. None of us are lawyers. We're
0: just a, a couple, of, <laughs> couple of superhero fans. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, let's jump on to the next topic. Let's do this. Okay. What do we
1: <laughs> didn't like that uh, one.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't even I just I kind of got a look at it and I was like, nope, hard pass. Nope. Hard pass.
1: Not All right. today. Let's
0: see what we got in y'all. No. Oh, wait. That's another one. That's an old one.
1: I am designated put helmet away person.
0: Never saw that. All right. <clears throat> Why do you think that no one has become a real life superhero? (laughs) What? Wow, that's a. Another real question. (laughs) Entirely question. All right. (laughs) Why do you think that no one has become a real superhero yet? If you had the resources, would you? And there's no name on this one. We're. Okay.
1: This person actually gets to be anonymous. Please
0: send your identity. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> to the last person for revealing uh, your anonymous identity. To be it. honest, we may have just forgot to put it. So. I
3: that was the point to not register your
1: identity.
0: Uh, thanks, Noel. All. <laughs> all right. So. Nice. All right. So uh, why have the. Man. I hope this question doesn't take us to any dark places. Yeah, I feel like the last one was pretty serious, but okay, let's do it. No one cares enough to be a superhero. So
1: this is another real life question.
0: <laughs> why are there no superheroes in real life? I mean, oh man, that's a that's a question.
1: Oh, but there are. Yeah, I, I mean th- <laughs> Phoenix
0: Phoenix Jones is a real life superhero. Yeah. Have you guys seen Phoenix Jones? You seen this guy? Yeah, Phoenix Jones is badass. Yeah, I'm unaware of Phoenix Jones. Bro, you haven't seen Phoenix Jones? I have not. Right. So Phoenix He's Jones all... is the leader of a uh, of sort of a Justice League out in Seattle. Mm-hmm. He follows me on Twitter. Shout out to you, Phoenix Jones. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was so stoked when he followed me. Twitter famous. <laughs> so, uh, he is. I read a whole article about him. He was on like, the cover really of a t- magazine. A bunch of his stuff. So. Phoenix Jones is a superhero based in Seattle. He yeah. has bulletproof <laughs> armor. Okay. Oh. kind of looks like... We good?
3: Looks like if a different so colored dope. Nightwing was in Batman Returns.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit like Nightwing-esque. <laughs> his mask
1: kind of reminds me of Spawn a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. The eyes.
0: So his origin story... <laughs> his origin story is that he, <laughs> he... has
1: an origin story. He
4: has an origin story. It's, so it's cool. It
0: counts. His origin story is that... Um, is that one day someone broke into his car and stole some of his stuff and left a ski mask in the car. So... He decided at that point that he has uh, either a a young nephew or son or or some some sort of like children in his life that he wants to protect and realized that it was up to him to do right by his community and save the day. So Phoenix Jones wears that ski mask underneath his superhero mask and goes out and fights crime in Seattle. And there's a couple videos of him fighting crime on YouTube and it's great, guys. Seriously, there's this one where... Where uh there's this drunk dude at a bar and he's trying to pick a fight. And Phoenix Jones is like, look, man, just like, hey, just go home, like cut 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 this out. And he's like, screw you, man. Like, if, if wanna fight, I wanna fight. And he's like, and he's like, cops come and the cops like uh, cops like, hey, break it up, break it up. And he's like, sir, uh the Phoenix goes up to the cop and he's like, sir, this man wants to wants to fight. Seattle is a mutual combat state. If I agree to combat, and he agrees to combat uh, on equal terms, then we are legally allowed. To to fight, and he starts like listing off the laws, right? Oh, and so the cool. cop's like, you know what? Fine. So <laughs> Phoenix, he's like, but you gotta take your mask off. And so Phoenix takes his mask off, he pops off some of his gear, and all of a sudden, you see this dude just like start bouncing around <laughs> like a freaking uh-huh. kickboxer. And this drunk guy is struggling to keep up with him. And he's just like, you see the guy like try to swing at Phoenix, and Phoenix like dodges and then throws this kick and just whap, whap. Just keeps kicking the dude, and, it, and the the drunk guy's friends are like, are like, are like, oh, he's throwing kicks! You're cheating, man! You're cheating! And then he just like knocks him out. <laughs> Phoenix just just knocks the dude clean on his ass, and the cops like, all right, that's it, you're done. Move on, move on. You guys <laughs> well, get out of here. So superheroes, time to leave. Drunk guys, stop or you're getting arrested. Oh my god! Drunk guy got knocked out, and he was talking so much crap. So. Long story short, Phoenix Jones, badass. Okay, hold up. I don't want to gloss over this. Seattle is a mutual combat state? Uh, I think (laughs) Las Vegas, I think Nevada might also qualify... Look, I don't know what the laws are for Seattle. Or <laughs> oh, what, my God. I, I'm I from Washington. I didn't even
3: know that was a thing. I don't, I don't know if that's a law or not, but oh, I'd yeah, just no, like no, to I'm shout sorry, out Washington. Seattle
0: is not a mutual combat state because Seattle is not a state. Yes. Yes.
2: He's so
1: mean, Washington. Say, yeah. I'm
3: Washington. That was the meme. He, he got you there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah my I, bad.
4: I caught that. <laughs> I didn't want to
1: nitpick, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, that's right. You're Washington
4: I So seriously, though, like, I did not know that was a law. That was in the US where it can be like if you mutually agree to combat, you can
0: fight it out. Yo,
2: I don't know. That's what he said in the video. (laughs) I have
0: absolutely no information personally to back that up. I watched the video. The cop agreed. So I assume the cop. I assume the cop knew the law. Where's our
1: fact checker? Fact checker.
3: like next time I go home, I'll drop that fax. See if anybody's down to fight. Yeah, well, I mean, I okay. Can ask my dad. Hey,
0: why not?
1: <laughs> hey, is Seattle a
0: mutual combat state? <laughs> my
1: dad might know. <laughs> Interesting. Um,
0: yeah, I, I don't know what the stipulations are, and I think the I think Phoenix knows that because Phoenix Jones is actually um, an amateur MMA fighter.
2: Oh.
0: And uh, yeah, he's an amateur MMA fighter, and you can look him up. Uh, he actually he was getting sued at one point, so he was forced to show up to court and he actually was unmasked in court and that's the first time we ever saw his face. Wow. No. It was a whole thing, oh, man. I've been thinking up with this guy for cool. years. Oh man. So you ask why are there no superheroes in the real world? For the most part there aren't, but occasionally people like Phoenix Jones pop yeah. up.
3: I think it's also just a matter of time and resources. Like First of all, not a lot of people if anybody has Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark resources especially from birth. Like some people can get there after 50 years of hard work. Yeah, but then but, you're not really but in but the then, best shape yeah, to be a superhero. But then you're anymore. not going to become <laughs> Batman after yeah. you're Bill Gates and whatever age made all your money. Yeah, but
0: are the are the 1% really just no, no. as <laughs> super excited about jumping into the streets and fighting
1: criminals? <laughs> I mean, I think one thing that would be a very realistic concern too, is just the legality of it all. Mm-hmm. Like to know that like, cause I, I know I brought up the, the good Samaritan thing. Um, and like, yes, that law can sometimes protect you, but like there are some scenarios where like, that might not like if you just like intervene in some random altercation, like you actually could end up getting sued or getting put in prison. Which is what happened
0: to Phoenix. Accidentally hurting
3: someone really bad that you're not meant to like hurt. Which happened to Phoenix.
1: Yeah. So I think in that regard, like even if you had like the good, the right intentions, you had the resources you had, like you were out there doing it. Like at the end of the day, our, our law system could end up screwing you quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. something that I think a lot of people might not want to risk necessarily. Um, yeah, there have been
0: there have been some like cases of vigilante justice. There was mm-hmm. a guy called oh dang, what was his name? Oliver Queen. No, no, no. He was in. <laughs> he was a guy in in uh, the UK. Gosh, I forget where it was, but it was like the he was like the Birmingham Batman or something. <laughs> they cu- they kept calling him the, like the Batman of something. <laughs> oh, it started with so a B. Cool. And Budapest. No, I don't think it was Budapest. <laughs> but he basically he got upset and was like, he kind of came out and made a statement. I was like, my name's not Batman. It's <laughs> it's like the Midnighter or something. Oh. So it's, like, another, it's another <laughs> Superman
2: name. He's like, yo, I got my own name. And so he's
0: like, I got my own superhero name. He's basically uh, this aw. crime fighter in, in the UK. Um, I mean, I'm sure people have, I mean, dude. Firefighters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. real heroes don't wear capes, you know what I'm saying? I, I think one My thing- mom.
1: <laughs>
0: your mom. Jeremy's mom's super cool.
1: I think one thing that is a very real danger when you're doing that type of thing as well is just like you never know what that individual is that you might be fighting against is capable of. Because mm-hmm. I mean, at least like within the realm of like a comic book world, like you kind of like, I know what this villain can do. And like, there's sort of like rules of the universe set, but like you don't really know like serendipity yeah like like you might you might be going into a fight thinking it's gonna be like a brawl you're about to like duke it out like with your fist but then what if he like pulls a knife on you all of a sudden Mm. you're like okay i was not prepared for this that's where you pull out
4: your sword (laughs) oh
1: naturally i don't know what i'm thinking what kind of superhero would i be you're battering (laughs) yeah so i guess in that regard too because i know that would definitely like like spook me quite a bit to where like Mm. i would have to feel like i am like Equipped for any situation, or it would just probably deter me from taking down certain targets because I'm like, I don't know what that guy probably has underneath his sleeve.
0: Also, at the end of the day, uh, the worst criminals usually wear collared shirts, Ooh. not yeah. not ski masks. It's true. Like, if White you want to do si- yeah, if you want to do some some real justice, it's not going to be on the streets. It's on the courts. Yeah, it's on yeah. the courts.
2: <laughs> Street ball. It's, all, it's, on, the, it's on the courts.
0: Everybody get your basketballs. We're going to town.
3: <laughs> yeah, me and Lil Bow Wow, we're taking it oh to the my streets. God. Uh, I haven't heard
1: that name in like 20 years. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like Mike, you know what I'm saying? I think also a big thing is just, you know, real life science. No one has, like, no one can fly or is bulletproof yeah. by nature. So, yeah. Because I think if there was someone that was, or a, even a group of people that were born with superpowers, at least one out of a group of something would be good-natured at heart. Mm-hmm. And, then, like, and then we'd have some villains so. as well with the rest of the batch.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's so yeah. much easier in this in our current economic and political climate to, I think, turn into a villain. Oh, yeah. definitely. Just like, well, I'm just, gonna be selfish as fuck. Well. I'm gonna rob this bank and yeah. get a million dollars. Yeah.
3: Just yeah. The, the odds of a random person anywhere in our world or just America, like, what are you gonna grow up to be if you can fly and shoot lasers out <laughs> of your eyes? Like, yeah. a, not everybody's got mom, pop, Kent.
2: That's true, yeah.
3: Yeah, a uh, A lot of us have a Thomas and Martha Wayne that live and are ruthless. I
0: I hope we don't have a Thomas and Martha Wayne, yeah.
3: As soon as I said that, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) bad example, my parents are alive. I apologize. (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) Another thing that I think would be a very real concern for these individuals would be your loved ones, yeah, yeah, like. I mean, because you have to actually at that point, like, fight for some sort of secret identity. Because, like, what if people find out who you are and they, like, those criminals, like, let's say some guy you take down and get arrested, like, and th- his friends end up finding out where you work. They end up finding out who your family is, mm-hmm. where your parents live, where, you know, where your significant other is, if you live together, when you're not home, like, all these sorts of things. Like, so you're, you're not the only one at risk. Mm-hmm. Well, it, that's
3: the biggest Peter Parker thing yeah. in all the comics and all the movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, someone's going to find out I'm with Aunt May or I'm yeah. with Mary Jane. And they always do. And yeah. Green Goblin always takes them to a bridge or something. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> uh, always end up at the <coughs> Golden Gate Bridge for some reason. obsessed uh, with uh, the bridge. <laughs> Clock uh, are
4: big, too.
0: So, Jeremy, where do you stand on the uh, real-life superhero business? That just said my piece. <laughs> my mom. Boom. My mama. That's the most important yeah. thing, and uh, I think uh, what would the part two of the question? Oh yeah, yeah. Would, was, we would be would you be a superhero? <sighs> no.
1: Yeah, I, I have to say, if it'd... I had
0: superpowers, oh. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: me as I stand right now, no, <laughs> definitely not.
3: <laughs> I don't have the time or the resources to become a superhero in my lifetime. But like, yeah. if bam, zap, a lightning or magic power, or whatever, give me powers, like. It's on the table. Yeah. I have some decision making and like a lot of life decisions to make, but definitely on the table.
2: Yeah.
1: If I were to become a superhero, I would have to go like completely off the grid. Like no more Lady Doombots, no more social media. Like I am going That'd off be the grid. That'd be such a red flag I'm, though. I'm burning off my fingertips. Like I am going rogue if I'm going to be a superhero. You gotta go
3: nomad, <laughs> full nomad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: Just... I'll go live out in the mountains somewhere. Like
0: Now if I got superpowers... You know, I'd probably do it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, That'd be that just help. like, it'd be more personally gratifying, honestly, to just go out and fight crime and be a superhero. But... Definitely. <laughs> but then my secret identity would be Danny Shepard, YouTube filmmaker. <laughs> oh, and gosh. people would, I would, uh, I would spend my days making videos and movies, editing stuff, and being by stressed night. out all the time. <laughs> and by night, I will not sleep and go beat the shit out of criminals. <laughs>
4: and be even more stressed out.
0: And be even more stressed out. <laughs> Diet, diet 29 from anxiety. 20, no, I'm not 20 okay with young. this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't like this. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> All right, let's jump
0: on to the next one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay, this one's kind of, here's a more lighthearted question. Yay. This is nice. Did okay, at so uh, Fawad at Fawad.com. Dodd. Fawad, yeah, your boy. Uh, he asks, what is your favorite animated movie of all time? Oh my gosh, Fawad. That's a great question. How dare Thank you, you do this to me? My... <laughs>
0: you wanna like go this. first or?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I already know what my answer is.
0: Well then go for it. Preston, you know yours? Ooh, can we split it into categories? Sure. Why not?
1: But you can go first since okay. you know. I mean, for me, obviously Studio Ghibli, because Studio Ghibli I think is the animation house that I think makes some of the best animated films of our time. Not even necessarily in terms of the animation quality, but just the amount of storytelling that goes into there. Um, The character development, the arcs the characters go through. In that regard, I would say specifically Spirited Away is probably my favorite.
0: Amazing movie. Yeah,
1: that movie is... <laughs> when I think about... like, it, I honestly have a really hard time with favorite thing of all time questions because I find it difficult to choose one thing. But I feel like Spirited Away is a very solid animated film and that like it's not only visually like absolutely astounding but the story is very relatable so i think not only just kids but adults as well um i mean it's essentially about a girl who spent her life just kind of being a little bit like a spoiled little girl for a long time. And she ends up getting taken away this other world and losing what she took in for granted most of her childhood and then ends up coming back after this crazy adventure, appreciating what she has and realizing that like she needs to kind of grow up. And it's, it's a very much a coming of age story, which I think is something that we don't really see a lot of nowadays. And it's just wholesome. I just miss wholesome animated films. So, yeah.
0: Are we counting Pixar in this?
1: Ooh, that that's an animated That's Those That's are, why yeah. I drop categories cuz it's animated. like you
0: got your cartoon and then you
3: got yeah. your 3D animation Pixar, mm-hmm. which is kind of just like Pixar and maybe a Dreamworks movie, but yeah. um sure.
0: What are you thinking? Yeah. What's yours? Ooh.
3: I think if I'm putting a label on it and it's favorite, not best.
0: Yes, favorite. Yeah, favorite. Okay. The one that you can watch over and over again.
3: I think I'm going to say Treasure Planet.
2: Wow.
0: Ah. You just got a reaction I out did, of Jeremy, and I, I saw that motion back there. <laughs> I've yes. never
1: seen that. Still, uh, it's like one of the only animated Disney movies from that time that it's, I haven't. It's seen. It's pretty
3: forgotten. Like it's understandable for people who haven't seen it. Like it wasn't.
4: It v- felt like it kind of slipped under the radar. It, def- it, really it definitely did. did. And it, Damn,
3: it's there's actually so a really good. There's a really cool video essay on why it slipped under the radar. Just like the huh. behind the scenes with the budget on it. Like yeah. it doesn't look like it's the most expensive movie, but it's technically the most expensive Disney movie because they lost money on it Mm -hmm. uh, just because it was like their first time really mastering the blending of 3D with 2D animation so they had a bunch of people doing 3D rigging and stuff but also animators doing 2D stuff for the whole movie and like they built giant set pieces and sceneries like the giant boat that they're on for the whole movie that whole boat is a an actual 3D model on a computer somewhere with every little detail in there. It's yeah, it's
4: pretty it's, amazing. It's really, really cool. And it looks amazing, The too. visuals are great. The yeah. visuals are great. Dude, uh, Captain Silver mm-hmm. is his name. Yeah. With his robotic arm is one of my favorite things ever. Yep. And his whole arm is CG animated, but the character itself is 2D animated. Mm-hmm. So they animate him without the arm, and then they comp on the arm there. Like, it's really cool. And he's probably one of my favorite animated characters of all time. Definitely.
1: Wow. Mm. Have you seen Treasure Planet? I have not. Okay. I was <laughs> like, am I only one? <laughs> yeah. I like
0: that. I like the, the song though. I have it on my, uh, I have on my, the the Bibi, Bibi, it, love this song. The BB
3: Mac one or the Goo Goo
0: Dolls? I don't Goo know. Goo the dolls. one where he's like, I am a question Yeah, yeah the Dolls. Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls. dolls. Yeah. Yeah. I know that song. <laughs> yeah.
3: Both, Do that. both of see. the songs <laughs> will make me cry. Like in the movie, because uh, there's the one at the beginning and one I think at the end in the credits and both
4: you're just like. Yeah, every time. <laughs> Dude, that sequence with the Goo Goo Dolls <laughs> song. Oh man, like, his coming of age and yeah. his father leaving. Oh man, that animation sequence is intense. I watched yeah. I watched that part and mm-hmm. it, was yeah. oh, it was great. It's deep. It was deep.
3: The classic great. Disney movie being like super deep and like yeah. as a kid, you're like, man, this is a great
4: movie. And while wow, that's sad, yeah. And, Dude, those, but like yeah. even the part where he's just uh, on his solar kite. Yeah. Uh just surfing around and then he goes all the way up into the air and he just does this free fall sequence and this. Like, this is 2D animated with, like, some CG elements of his board and the the effects and stuff like that, but you see and you feel the wind flowing through his hair. Mm. He's falling at, like, 70 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, or whatever, and it's just intense. Jeez. It's dope.
3: it's crazy animated. Can you imagine falling that fast?
0: Jeez, being in
1: free fall? I would not be happy. I would not be stoked at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know Noel wouldn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Noel and I both hate heights, so...
0: (laughs) Uh, For me, I feel like I've said it on many past talk Talks, and it hasn't changed. The Lion King.
1: That is such an honorable mention.
0: Yes. Uh, Not Aladdin. Not Aladdin. I think Aladdin is one of my favorites because it felt like the first time and one of the only times there's been a Middle Eastern protagonist that I can not only relate to, but like, you know, you grow up and you're like, oh, there's nobody really on in movies and TV who look like me or my people. Mm-hmm. Um and this was the first that was like the first and one of the only times that I can think of that that was that that happened and so I love that movie and it has a really special place in my heart but if I'm just talking about, I can watch The Lion King, it still makes me cry that scene, everybody says it's when Mufasa dies is what gets him but for me it's when Mufasa comes out of the clouds and he's telling he's telling Simba (sighs) remember who you are you are my son as I intrigued. am your
1: father. That part gets me yeah, choked. I up I am your father. Uh, that part gets me
0: choked up. Every I cr- I tear up every single time. I tried watching it in the break room at work one of these days, just, just casually. Yeah, just casually, <laughs> and I started like I stood, I felt I felt the tears coming on, and I was like, I can't do this at work.
1: <laughs> I turned it I would off. Like I was to like to be sad I today.
0: Was like, <laughs> yep. I was like, come on, <laughs> man up, <clears throat> yeah, manly. Or even the part <laughs> where
3: he goes to uh, what's the monkey's name? Uh, Rafiki, uh, Rafiki, Rafiki yeah. when he goes a baboon. to, see, he goes to Rafiki. see Rafiki as an adult Yeah, and that's a mm,
0: good scene that's yep. all we need to say <laughs> Just, yep. uh, that entire sequence where Rafiki like leads him to this vision quest and oh. he sees his father and, oh, and finally has closure yeah. He finally gets closure, and it's just such a beautiful moment. It's yeah. beautifully animated. The music yeah. swells on that part. It's just like
1: Hans Zimmer. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh god. You've done it uh, again. That movie, I I loved that movie. And when I was really little, that was actually the first movie that my mom ever took me to see in theaters. I was like, I think I was like. I'm literally, like an infant. And I guess, like, when I got older, because that came out what, 93?
0: 94.
1: 94. Okay, so I was a year old then. So, and I guess as I got older, like, I used, I had this habit of wanting to rewatch movies all the time. So, like, when there was a movie that I liked, it was always a Disney movie. I would make my mom play it over and over and over and over, the VHS tape, and every time when I would make her play Lion King, you know, the Circle of Life opening scene, I would make her lift me, <laughs> just like Rafiki lifts up Simba. Every time, like that part would come out, and be like, mommy, 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 come on! And then she'd be like, okay, God, I need to wash dishes. Like, all right.
2: I've like, this 12 times today. Like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Every time. <laughs> oh, my mom's great. It's such a beautiful...
0: Movie, yeah, I can't sing its praises enough. I I honestly think that there's few movies that I could say are perfect. To me, Lion King is a, a perfect yes. movie. I would not change one single frame, yes.
4: not one single frame. That is w-
1: the best Disney movie. I
0: want to see the
4: Broadway version of it. Oh my god, I, I missed it I every time, miss <laughs> it every time it's in town.
1: I've always wanted to see it. I hope it comes I'm, back. I'm
4: down to fly out, like take a trip to New York and just hang out there, and then go watch The Lion King on Broadway. I'd be down. That'd be amazing. Oh my god, yeah. we just plan a yeah, New I'll York go. trip mm. just for that, like not oh. even go
0: to New York Comic Con. That
1: would be yeah. like, cool. Oh my
4: god,
0: dude, that would be perfect. I would
1: be so down. I was on a
0: date when I went to that show, and I definitely started tearing up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like immediately, I was like, uh, and I was like. Uh. <laughs> it was like the whole time just like you <laughs> know just covering my face cause I'm just like
4: ah and the part where uh,
0: and the whole thing the whole thing I was just like I can't this is such a bad idea I should have come here by myself
1: so or at least people that you don't mind crying around
0: yeah which is yeah, not in public. <laughs> yeah, It's like, no, I just want to...
1: Just wear a ski mask. Go like, to the Broadway
0: <laughs> Broadway
3: musical by yourself in an empty theater. I'm just going to put like, a paper bag no, on buy my head. there be, just be like the
1: wet spots <laughs> right, right on, like, on your face here on the bag. <laughs> uh, the story
0: just resonates with me. you know? it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful story. Achieving your destiny, rising to the occasion yeah. and becoming the lion or person that you were meant to become. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
3: It's cool. What's your it's, opinion on them remaking it? For live action-ish.
0: Man, I am not stoked. I'm not stoked at all. Um, just because I don't know how that's going to be. It's like CG Lions, right? Yeah, it's
3: it'll it's be like, The Jungle Book, but Africa. Yeah, I've already seen that what I've movie. I've gotten from
1: it. I, I th- saw the original. I mean, I will say, like, I haven't watched, like, I love the original Jungle Book. It's another one of my favorite movies. And I saw a little bit of the live action version. And I just, I guess what I always go back to is that I'm just like, it just doesn't feel necessary. Like, Mm -hmm. I I don't need that. It's already there. Yeah. Like, I I was so happy. And the original film is so perfect. If you're going to redo anything, like, I really don't understand what studio's problems are with just doing 2D animation. Like, why does everything have to be CG? Like if they if they were to remake The Lion King in two D animation, I might feel differently about it. Honestly, I would. Like,
0: I would be still less into that. I mean, They'd probably I, just I, I be afraid it's too similar.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I
1: still don't feel like it's necessary. But like, if it's gonna happen, like I'm like, well, I mean, maybe if they like redo the animation yeah. and clean it up a little bit, remaster it. I don't know. It. I think I it's
4: like know. bringing it back to the other topic we we're talking about. Like, I like to see their interpretation of what the live action version looks like because yeah. I just. From a technical standpoint, it would look dope if yeah. that happened. You know, I'm interested to see what it looks like because I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't see
3: the Jungle Book movie, but also the Jungle Book isn't as important of a movie to me as Lion King is. Yeah. I, so. I will
1: say the CG in the Jungle Book was incredible. Yeah. Like the little yeah. bit it that was that amazing. I caught, yeah, like I it's actually technological
4: achievement. <gasps> yeah, like that is.
1: I have to tip my hat to them on that because. I, Every animal that I saw in that, the few scenes that I saw, like the wolves and everything, like I just was, the tigers, I was blown away by how realistic it looked. It was like kind of eerie. It was was eerie. I was like, (laughs) they're talking. Like what is happening? Honestly, most
4: of the time when Hollywood makes these kinds of movies, it's because they want to develop new technology or like try out new tools in their filmmaking arsenal and they just picked a title that already has, but like... Uh, audience recognition yeah. so that like, they could make its money back.
1: Yeah, like they're already, they're they're gonna spend their energy focusing on the technical aspect and just sort of let the story already kind of be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it ain't like, broke, don't,
3: don't fix it. <clears throat> yeah,
1: like let, let's just pick, let's pick something, a story that already exists so we can focus on other things is what I'm guessing that's kind of like.
0: It's just the magic isn't really going to be there again. And that's Mm -mm. okay. Like I think it's okay that they're they're doing this. I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people. And I think if there's some four-year-old who goes and sees this movie um like I did when I was four Mm -hmm. and it impacts them the way that the original impact impacted me, then I would I would wish that upon anybody because that was it's such a it's one of my favorite memories going to see the Lion King (laughs) in theaters when I was four. I never forgot I still remember every moment of that day um, because it was it left such an impression on me. So like, it's not that I think that the the live action CG version is going to suck. I I just it's I not don't for you. I don't need it. Yeah. It, it. You know there are people who watch the Beauty and the Beast. Um, live action remake and we're like this is great but it doesn't have the magic that the animated one did and that's totally fine yeah
1: like the production value is definitely there like i saw the live action beauty of the beast and like it was gorgeous it was beautiful it Mm -hmm. gave you more backstory to characters that didn't really get a lot of backstory in the animated version which i definitely appreciated but like the like you said the magic's definitely not there and i i or it's I, not
0: the same. It's not
1: the same, and one thing that's really crazy to think about, because I know you said like there's like little kids are gonna watch these movies, and like you know this is, it is crazy to think that like there are kids who this will be their iteration of being mm-hmm. the Beast*, yeah. their iteration of yeah. *The Jungle Book*. Like they will, the two D versions, the originals that we grew up with are like. Looking at probably like black and white films to them, like they're like, who would watch this? It's so, like,
2: uh-uh. <laughs> it's like watching is
0: <laughs> timeless. It's
3: like yeah, watching the BBC version think. of *Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe*. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah, like that. I
0: love that movie. do care. I love that movie.
1: Like, but that's what we think, though. You yeah. Know? yeah. And but then you meet like older Nostalgia. people. Nostalgia. Yeah. Jeremy, what about you?
4: Probably *Toy Story*. Ooh. Ooh, that's
1: a good one. Yeah. That's a really that's a good, good one.
4: one. And I think we talked about it on last week's episode, mm-hmm. too, where um, it's, it's timeless. And yeah. it probably, like, we grew up with Andy, mm-hmm. so he yeah, really feels did. so attached to it.
1: Oh, my God. Toy Story 3, where he goes off to college, <laughs> like, oh I man. I couldn't, because I was <laughs> I literally- can't even, yeah, I can't even, <laughs> I can't. I was going to, like, starting out my university career at that time, and I was like, I cannot do this right now. <laughs> what like, year
0: did Toy oh. Story 3 come out?
1: Uh, Toy Story 3, God, I don't know.
0: 2012. I think I was like six. Yeah. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> I knew you were a young, bro. Man, every time I'm sitting
0: down with you, I feel older and older. Uh, 2010. Well, I'm
3: at least older than the Toy Story trilogy, whereas Jimmy is not. Not oh. to throw J- th- shade at Jimmy, but yeah. Yeah. that was brought yeah, Right, up last we were talking week. about yeah, it last week. Although I am younger than The Lion King.
0: Oh, dang. Dang. Yeah. Dang. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. Mm. Man, now I all feel right. old. I'm not but used to feeling at, at old. But at the same
3: time, like any animated Disney movie that's like pre-Toy Story, I feel like was made <laughs> in the 90s, even though most of them were made like in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Like just in my mind when I was growing up, be like, watch Lion King, watch Snow White, watch Cinderella, watch anything. And it's like, oh yeah, these are all like a little bit, like they came out before my time, but I'm watching <laughs> them now, so they're like probably pretty new.
2: Yeah. No idea I mean, that when I was a kid, I
4: way. felt like, I felt that way too, similar mm-hmm. where- if it was animated by Disney, then it I just kind of lumped them together. But mm-hmm. then yeah. getting yeah, older, yeah. you kind of you know the distinction now. Like what is a
3: huge history
4: behind all? Yeah, of them. exactly. Yeah. Like you know the OG Disney animated films like Snow White and Cinderella yeah. and stuff like Sleeping
1: that. Sleeping Beauty, Sleeping
0: mm-hmm. Beauty, and then
1: Little Mermaid. Yeah, Little Mermaid was a little later, and then you
0: see all the weird stuff that was in Little Mermaid, like oh, the God. like the the priest getting a boner, <laughs> Disneygate, and the <laughs> Gate. <Disney-gate. and> the, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a bunch of weird then, stuff you know, in there. There's like
4: the golden I mean, age of Disney animated movies that we in our generation are familiar with.
1: Yeah, it came
2: out
4: in our time, and then there's the new Disney movies now. You know,
2: true.
3: When was the last completely two D? Disney movie made. Does anybody know that? Princess and Frog. Yeah. yeah Prince- oh, 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 which yeah, is yeah. so oh, good. Which is pretty I modern. Actually. I, yeah, and I forgot Frog. about. That. Cause, yeah, because I was like actually like. And I don't think I something. would
4: call like a lot of two D animated movies now aren't fully two D yeah. animated anyway. Yeah. yeah. They always have like visual effects with them or mm-hmm. like certain CG elements,
0: or they use a three D model to animate. They animate the three D model and then they illustrate over or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like cool. as reference. Mm-hmm, or yeah. they'll even just CG animate it, but like have a different
4: texture mm-hmm. on it to make it look like it's two D yeah. Dude, Paperman? Oh my god. This so this short for uh was it I think Re- it was Up. Was it Up? No, it was Wreck It Ralph.
0: I th- Paperman? The one with the the do the black and white one? Yeah, the black it and wasn't white wasn't Game was up as the bird. Mr. Game on and the, uh, telephone wire. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, but the short. You know how Pixar has their uh, animated shorts before each one of their movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. we won't count the Frozen one for Coco. Um, but this one, Paperman, it was CG animated, but they it was a style of cell shading that made it look like it was pencil drawn mm-hmm. the entire short, and it is beautiful. And I don't think any part of it is hand drawn at all. It's all CG animation. Yeah.
0: It's really cool. Mm. Pixar has mastered animation.
2: It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, er. They really have. <laughs> and they just get better and better with every movie. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibles 2. Oh, yes. Oh, my oh God. My God.
0: Incredibles 2.
4: Hype. Did you guys see the new trailer yet? Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. These kids better watch out, man. I'm just throwing Can't, hands.
1: Wait. It looks like it literally just takes place, like, right after the events of the yeah,
4: Incredibles. Yeah, it does. It takes seconds place, like, last seconds. Yeah, seconds right it's, after. It's
1: amazing. I love it. <laughs> but
4: it's so cool because you're seeing all these characters in, like, they look how you remember them. Yeah. But- updated better. It's almost like none of us age. It's (laughs) it's funny how like you see these characters still look the same but then you zoom in and you see all the new detail that's not there in the original. Like in the original you see the characters and you see like their silhouettes and their character design is awesome but then if you zoom in it's still just like a flat CG texture or whatever Mm -hmm. but then this one you see every single fiber on Mr. Incredibles shirt you see like the way the highlights and the sunlight blooms through the clouds in the city I'm like what is this is this like the characters brought into real life what is (laughs) this this is why they waited like 15 (laughs) years oh man how long has it been actually Uh, Incredibles was 2001
0: Whoa, wow. so I was being, I was exaggerating. No Holy way. crap. No, it's. The, no way. Okay, 2004. Okay. So I was going mean, to say that's not that yeah, far. I remember,
1: off. I remember playing the game for that on PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah, I love, I that, love game. that game. It was so good. I also love
4: the Toy Story game, the one yeah. on PC, and just Dude, run around.
1: Those need remakes, seriously. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah, they should be remade. Yeah, the Toy Story
4: game was tight. Dude, I love. D- yeah. Um, did you guys play the? Uh, wow. <laughs> did you guys play the Bugs Life game for the PS One? Yes. No. yeah I Dude, I've played all those. Oh yeah. my god. So born after the PS Three. Oh, my God. So (laughs) you got to stop that, dude. You're
0: throwing me off, man. Yeah. So the PS1
4: was my first game console, like home (laughs) console. And one of the first games I got for it was A Bug's Life. And watched the movie, played the game. And uh, where was I going with this? I've played it a lot. Oh, when I got my PS3 and I first got a uh, PSN account and I logged into their store and I saw A Bug's Life was version was ported to the yeah. Xbox, like the PlayStation Network store, bought it instantly. And then <laughs> I also went on to buy a ton of other PS1 games that yes. I used to play. The did dinosaur you, game. Did you guys ever play Aladdin on the SNES? No, no. I never played I oh never that. had yeah, SNES. I played the demo of it in Funko Land before it Funkoland. was Funko Land. Yeah before Funko Land is Island? do you
1: Oh man! Oh, what
0: I love Funko Land. You don't know Funko Land either? I
1: might. I just, the name doesn't ring a bell, but I might know what it is.
0: Funko Land <laughs> was a game store that was bought out by GameStop. GameStop basically bought yes, Funko Land, EB Games.
1: I remember EB Games
0: and uh, something else.
1: Maybe I didn't go there then. Maybe it yeah. was a store,
0: it was like the and then what? What was bought by Toys R Us?
4: No, KB Toys. KB Toys. KB Toys bought another franchise that eventually became what it is now. Does KB,
0: does KB Toys still exist?
1: I'm not sure. Dude, I used to How love that How sad. Store. I love KB Toys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love KB Toys It's like too. a Baby oh, Toys R Us,
4: little little yeah. tiny version of Toys
1: R Us. <laughs> I used to get <laughs> all my Sonic aware, Adventure figures there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, at Land is where I played the Aladdin game. And um, Gex the Gecko. Oh, dude. Aww, Gex, Gex the Gecko was...
1: He was so cute. Yeah.
0: Guys that Gecko was dropping so many pop culture, yeah. like <laughs> 90s pop culture references, like Joe Piscopo references. And I'm like, who is
2: that? Who is
1: that? I'm eight.
0: Who, who is <laughs> Joe Piscopo? <laughs> I'm eight. ha, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just- also, that's where I first played the Dreamcast, and it was cool.
1: Oh, man, the Dreamcast. one of my favorite consoles. What a missed opportunity. Such an underrated console. Come on, Sega. Make have you a ever Dreamcast. played the
3: Dreamcast? I don't know what that is. You, you <gasps> are oh such a liar. I don't you know what the joking.
1: Dreamcast is. How do you not know
3: what is? I actually don't know what that is. <gasps> I, I've made so many jokes about my age, but I am legit. I, well, you maybe cried
0: wolf too many times, oh man. Maybe it, it could just
3: not be an my age heart. thing, because like, I didn't grow up in like a video game household. Like, I didn't get video games until I was like 13. Oh wow. Like that I, kind I didn't makes I didn't sense, we then. got a PS2 first when I was I, like I had played the 64 and GameCube and stuff at friends houses before but like I didn't have a station at my house until I was like 13.
0: You've mm. never heard of the Dreamcast though. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah. Does it's crazy.
3: it crazy. Doesn't it, Yeah, I don't. know. Yeah. What I, you a perspective.
0: Know, That's crazy. I've never played a Dreamcast either. <gasps> I was alive during that time. I've never I've held the controller. I've never held the controller while it was plugged into a console. That
1: never ceases (laughs) to make me so sad. God, (laughs) you missed out on so much. Somebody sent us a dreamcast. That was one of my literally like Send me a link to what it
4: is. Someone It's console so made by good. Sega. It had a big white controller with a little screen on yeah, the controller.
1: that you could pull itself. out. And, and
4: also, like, was play that the first on? time that Sonic was available on the Dreamcast? Is that his first iteration? No, oh, no, no, he was on the Genesis. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. he was on the Sega Genesis before that,
1: and the Sega, Sega Game Gear, which I also had. That's right. Bruh, <laughs> never mind. I Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. My older but, brother
0: Chris got a Game Gear, and I got his hand me down, like, classic gray Game Boy and uh i had so i had all his good games right? cuz he had the dream, he had the game gear which had no good games
1: yeah i really didn't i think literally all i played on that was sonic that was it literally was, all i used it for <laughs> it was what my what sonic machine. what about crazy
0: taxi was on
4: dreamcast yes, right crazy okay. taxi was
1: on dreamcast a yeah few
4: different things so,
1: the the like dreamcast a bit 64, was
3: 64 a little bit ps1
0: yeah they um a lot of companies this console uh, it was way ahead of its time. Yeah, was like way ahead of th- its time. This
1: here, wait, can you show that again? Yeah, um, like this thing Ex- that would come, like so. This would normally fit inside Ex- of. The explain
0: computer. what that is for the people listening. So, yeah,
1: I, I honestly don't know what this was called, but it was Google basically a like a little it. like portable gaming system inside of the controller that you it's could that made VMU, up the right? screen. I don't know what it was called. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. But it it made the screen in the controller. You could take it out. And I remember specifically in Sonic, you could take it you could put a chow into that little cartridge and then take your take the cartridge out of your controller and then take care of your chow like a Tamagotchi, basically. So they like the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, was very similar to this where it was kind of bridging that gap between like, you know, I don't know what the word is, stationary console versus like portable console in one. Yeah. So yeah, they they Sega was on that. Yeah.
0: So. Like, I had one, I'm pretty sure. On that note, final notes <laughs> for a uh, favorite animated movie or something turned into video
1: games. I'm sorry.
0: Angela's on the show, so it's going to be from a video game. I'm sorry.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, all right. Let's close it out. Thank you guys for watching another episode of Hawk Talk. We appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us jabber about nonsense. Uh, If you guys want to support us as we create new videos for the main channel and continue to make Hawk Talk for you, you can support us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash IsmaHawk. Help us make new videos. Help us make new videos and give you cool, awesome perks. And... You can also pick up merch if you want to support us that way. You can get that on uh, Teespring.com/slash IsmaHawk, and you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. I'm at Danny Leshep on Twitter. I'm at the real P Scott.
1: I'm at Lady Doombots.
0: And Jeremy is at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. We'll see you next time, Alligator. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rolls off the tongue. You can <laughs> tell
0: how
4: long you have to wait to see another person, whether or not they believe in alligators or crocodiles. What? I'll what? Either see you later or I'll see you in a while.
2: Oh. 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 Jeremy,
4: you're so clev. Man. Jeremy, you're clev.
0: You are so smart.
1: You're clev. You're a clev boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're a
0: clev boy, boy, Nana Skitty Doo. <laughs> you're a clev.